You're listening to the podcast of minister, author, blogger, Marilyn Darty. Prepare yourself to fly above what you thought you knew and see things from a different angle. Hello, everyone. It's Marilyn Darty. I'm so glad that you've decided to join me this morning. We are going to come to you today and talk about the weight that so easily besets us. But the first thing I'd like to do is thank all of you that have so generously supported me and my ministry. It is such a blessing to me to get those payments through Venmo or PayPal. Uh, It is just such a blessing to know that there is someone that appreciates what I'm saying and that perhaps it blesses you in some way. And not only that, but it helps me financially knowing that God is supporting me through you. So thank you so much for that. I enjoy bringing the Word of God to you as often as I can. And today, let's look in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 2. And we're going to start reading there when it says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy who was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. And as I said, we're talking about laying aside every weight. Well, you know, the Bible likens our walk with God to a race. It compares it to that. The difference is that this race is not going to go to the swiftest or the fastest, but to he or she that endureth to the end. And over and over and over in the book of Revelation, it gives the admonition to those who endure to the end. Those who endure to the end shall be saved. And that's an important point to remember, that this is an endurance race. And we're not racing against each other. We're racing against the enemy of our souls, who is doing everything that he can to knock us down or to knock us out, knock us off course, whatever he can to do to keep us from crossing the finish line. Now, I've never been involved in track or field, and if you saw my body, you would understand that. But from what I understand, there are some rules for runners. Number one is remove all excess weight or anything that would slow you down. And the second thing is always, always, always keep your eyes on the finish line. Never ever look back. In our text today, Paul is once again reminding us that we have a race to run. And to ensure our victory, he gives us some tips for running that race. The first one I'd like to talk about is the Bible distinguishes between weights and sins. This is an important part because we all know that sin will destroy us. And while the focus of my message today is not sin, Let me tell you that Satan knows what sin we are most susceptible to. He is a smart old bird. While Satan can't read our minds, he has a pretty good idea of what we struggle with. He sees the places we go. He hears what we talk about. 
and he sees what we read, he sees what we watch on TV, he knows what we struggle with, and so he knows what exactly besets us. So the Bible clearly lists the sins of the flesh, and you can find those in Galatians 5, verses 19 through 21. I'll just read those for you. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Well, we know that sin will destroy us, but let me talk about weights, because that's what I'm really focusing in on today. There are a lot of us who are not necessarily carrying around a lot of sin, but we're still trying to run the race with weights on our back. We might still be going in the right direction, but we're heavy laden. Let me explain this to you. Uh, it's like I saw a car one time at a Home Depot and they had put some building supplies on the top of their car uh, drywall boards and things like that. I guess they were doing a home project. The problem was is that they did not understand weight limits and distributions of weights. And when they put those boards on their car, their rear tires uh, pushed the shock absorbers up through the floorboards. It was quite a sight to see. Uh, and the guy tried to drive home, but the weight was just too much and the car collapsed in the parking lot. So many of us have been to Satan's store and we're carrying the weight of guilt around on us. Guilt is not a sin, but I'm going to tell you something that guilt will stop you from running the race. Anger fear, lust, desire for carnal pleasure, greed, bitterness, complacency, careers. All these are what I would consider weights that we carry around with us every day. And we go through life running our race, trying to make it to heaven, but we're just carrying all these weights. It's too much weight. It's like that car in the Home Depot parking lot. And Paul says, Realize something. There are other things besides sin that's going to slow us down. And he said, lay aside those weights. Well, you say, well, Marilyn, I'm not sinning. I, I know I'm missing church. I know I'm not involved. I know I'm not praying like I should be, but I'm not sinning. I'm not stealing. I'm not fornicating or lying or drinking or anything else that the Bible says is a sin. Well, I say, Yippee, hallelujah, thank you for that. But it's time to lay aside the weight. It may not be a sin, but if it's a weight, it's going to stop you or slow you down from finishing the race. 1 Corinthians 6.12 says, All things are lawful unto me. In other words, all things I can do. I can, let me just say this, I can, I can smoke cigarettes. It's lawful for me to do that. I'm not going to go to hell for smoking. 
But if I start smoking again, and I used to smoke when I was a young woman, I smoked for 10 years. If I start smoking again, guess what? That is a weight. And you say, well, is that going to stop you from going to heaven? No, but I'm telling you that it's going to lay a great burden on me. And not only that, it's going to cause me to feel guilty for doing that. It's going to cause me to be sick. I won't be able to function like I should. Uh, It's lawful. First Corinthians says all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient or necessary or good for me to do. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Do you understand what it's saying? These weights tend to have power over us. Fear has power over us. Guilt takes power over us. Works of the flesh, like smoking, drinking, partying, reveling, they take power over us. And here's another, the same verse, only said in a different uh, translation. Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. I won't be mastered by drinking or smoking or by guilt or fear or self-loathing. There are some things that are not sin. They, they are allowed, but they're not good for me, Paul says. They hinder me instead of helping me. So I'm going to lay them down. So I'm going to spend the majority of my time on this broadcast dealing with weights. There are three things about weights that I, I want to bring your attention to today. And the first one is that weights slow you down. If you've ever run in a marathon or walked uh, in a -a walkathon, you'll know that there are places along the way that you can get a glass of cold water. Well, these are called checkpoints. That's what your church is for. It's a spiritual checkpoint. But a lot of people are passing the water by. They think they can do without it. Can we really? I've heard people say, well, I don't really have to go to church. You don't have to go to church to be a Christian. We might go for a little while, but eventually you're going to become spiritually dehydrated. These are checkpoints. And if you will, they have been established for us in our spiritual race. Don't pass the water by because it's essential for the race. These are places of rest and refreshing. That's what your church is for. Psalms 110 and 7 says, He shall drink of the brook in the way, therefore shall he lift up the head. The wonderful thing about our Christian race is that there are places of strength and refreshing along the way. God has placed brooks and streams and food sustenance along the way. so that it will replenish our strength. But when we're slowed down by weights, it takes us longer to get to the place of rest. It takes us longer to see the will of God accomplished in our lives. It takes us longer to fulfill our ministries. It takes us longer to find the peace and joy of the Holy Ghost because we have failed to stop at the checkpoint. We just slowed down 
by things that we are carrying that we can't seem to put down. I know that there are people who I'm talking to today who have a calling on their lives. And you can envision a place in the spirit that you feel God is calling you. But it's not happening quickly enough for you and you're frustrated. But have you taken an honest look at your life? If you will, you'll find that there are weights that are keeping you from running your race. If you'll put those weights down, you'll find that you're going to arrive at your destiny much more quickly. So, what's more important to you? Those weights that you're carrying around or the checkpoint? And number two, weights drain your energy. Our strength is just drained when we try to run with a lot of weight on our backs. When the Lord was speaking to Ezekiel concerning the priest, he said, When they come in to minister to me, they shall not wear anything that will make them sweat. The word sweat is only used three times in the King James Version, and one of those is found in Genesis 3.19. In the sweat of thy face thou shalt eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust thou shalt return. Ezekiel 44 and 18 says, They shall have linen bonnets upon their heads, and shall have linen breeches upon their loins. They shall not gird themselves with anything that causes sweat. Luke 22:44, And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Now, in the first instance, it's used as a description of a man's punishment for eating of the forbidden tree. And part of that punishment was that he would have to work for his sustenance. And the work that he would have to perform would drain his energy. The last instance that I talked about is describing Jesus' intercession for us and the agony of bearing the sin of the world drained his energy. But the middle instance is describing our worship. And our worship is not to drain our energy, but to replenish it. So this being the Holy Ghost is the rest wherein the weary shall rest. Now, why would anyone be weary in worship? Well, simply because the weights we carry all week long drain our energy. And by the time we get into the sanctuary, we're tired. We're weary, we're sweating. All of our energy is drained. The guilt of holding on to something that we know we should let go of will make us not want to come to church, but we do. And it's a drudgery instead of a pleasure. So the answer is this, let go of the weight and you'll have the energy to worship God. Let go of the thing that's replaced your pure undivided worship. Let go of the thing that's sapping your strength. And finally, number three, weights make you lose your focus. If you've ever loaded up a truck or a car during your moving process, and trust me, I've moved lots, and had your load tied down, you'll know what I'm talking about when I say that your undivided attention is not on the road ahead of you. You're continually looking in your rear view mirror or turning around to make sure your load is securely fastened. Unfortunately, there are a number of risks involved when you keep looking back. And number one is, you might run into someone ahead of you. 
that's easy done when you're always looking back. Number two, you might miss your turn. And number three, you might miss a stop sign or a signal. All of those things are very dangerous when you're moving forward. Any number of these things will affect your journey simply because you're not focused on the road ahead. You have violated a sacred rule of racing, and that is never look back. Paul said it like this in Philippians 3, 13 through 14. Brethren, I count not myself to apprehend it, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So stop watching your weight. Keep your eyes on the prize ahead of you. Lay it aside, put it down, stop worrying about it. Just focus on the prize. When our focus is divided, the enemy can get into your hearts and lives and cause confusion, division, frustration. He's gonna say, oh, wait, did you drop? Did you drop that? Have you still got that? Wait a minute. Something's jiggling there. Something, Something's not right. I was watching a football game the other day, and one of the offensive linemen jumped before the snap and was called for an offside penalty. The announcer made a statement that I just knew I was going to have to work into a sermon, and he said, that young man wasn't listening to his quarterback. He was watching his enemy. <laughs> we need to get our eyes off the enemy and focus on our quarterback. If we listen to the voice of the signal caller, we won't jump too soon. We won't be persuaded by our enemy and caught off guard. Keep your focus on Jesus. Lay aside every weight, every habit, every thought that would steal your attention from Jesus Christ. James 1 and 8 says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Well, too often we just get sidetracked. Our focus is divided and our attention is split. So my question to you, dear audience member, is what weight do you need to let go of today? I hope you prayerfully consider this and ask yourself what's slowing you down in the race? What's keeping you from making that goal? God bless you.